Hello, my name is Michael Bregman, welcoming you to this month's Albany Records podcast. This will be the third and final installment in the series devoted to the life and music of Leon Kirshner. As before, we will be featuring the reminiscences of his daughter, the actress, singer, and producer, Lisa Kirshner. Selections from new releases for November are featured on the Albany Records YouTube site, and the link for that site is on the top of this particular page. The music we will be hearing today by Mr. Kirshner comes from a CD released in early 2010 entitled Concert, Chamber Music by Leon Kirshner. In fact, let's hear the first work on the CD entitled Flutings for Paula, a work from 1973 written for flutist Paula Robeson. This is the version for flute and percussion, and the percussionist is Ayano Kataoka. Flutings for Paula by Leon Kirshner.
That was the chamber piece Flutings for Paula from 1973 by Leon Kirshner with Paula Robeson flute and Ayano Kataoka percussion from the Albany CD Concert Chamber Music by Leon Kirshner, Albany number 1177. Leon Kirshner cast a wide net as a composer, pianist, coach, and influential teacher. Among his students were such now famous names as John Adams and Yo-Yo Ma. Many of these students have reminisced about Kirshner and his profound effect on them. Kirshner took a special interest in the formation of their musical and intellectual lives. Conductor Alan Gilbert has said that Leon Kirshner was one of his most influential teachers. Here, Lisa Kirshner talks about the often informal atmosphere that existed when the students came to the house. You know, we were growing up at the same time uh, in, in the house, and uh, these students were um, coming over to the house, uh, some of them a little older, some of them my age, some even a little younger as the years uh, went on. But, um, you know, I remember that first crowd, uh, John Adams, uh, and just these are, uh, again, very brilliant, um, down-to-earth, lovely people that these uh, characters that we would meet <clears throat> that would come to the house. And I, you know, I remember John Adams uh, being just a very gracious and uh, lovely uh, person, very nice uh, persona, and Garby Leone, who... Uh, then went on to do Hollywood music, lovely guy, Yo-Yo, uh, I, you know, I didn't even know really anything about him as, as a cellist, I just knew he was this spectacularly uh, bright, charming uh, student of dad's who, and I would be so thrilled when he was coming, when he, I knew he was going to be coming over because we would laugh and talk and, um, have these funny conversations, kind of laughing because he, you know, he was so fast. His mind would just be uh, kind of racing, and we'd be laughing, you know, waiting for time to catch up with with the conversation. Uh, Mark Pevsner and uh, Richard Cogan, and uh, and then later Lin Chang, and uh, and and Alan Sean, who I hadn't known then in the Harvard years, but then we met later. What we worked on Broadway actually he was uh, playing for the uh, uh, for the sh for a show uh, the human comedy and uh, oh Tyson Street when even kind of from the earlier crowd we spent so much time with him he was these were uh, Tyson in particular was uh, at our house a great deal and you know I used to go out to the worst house and we would hang out and and just talk and and laugh and these pe people were so bright they were fascinating to be with uh, David Del Tredigy. He was at Mills at the same time that when Dad was there uh, when I was eight in California and then we ended up spending so much time with him and when uh, he came to Harvard. Uh, Dad would talk about the students and he would tell us about them and he would observe things about them and their characters and their personalities and um, and then we would hear from them that, uh, you know, oh, your father said, you know, he, he would say these great things about his kids that um, we didn't get to hear, but they got to hear. And I used to sing. Uh, Dad would ask me to sit, to play for them, play my guitar. And, uh, so I would, uh, you know, bring my guitar out and sing some songs. And they would say, well, uh, Professor Kirchner, what do you think of your daughter's phrasing? And uh, he would probably say something funny. Uh, 
I would make everybody laugh. So a lot of those relationships with the students, um, you know, have lingered because I, you know, I feel very, I feel very close. Like we uh, kind of uh, shared formative years and shared our, my father. We now return to the concert CD and hear the final movement of the Trio Number no. One from 1954 for violin, cello, and piano by Leon Kirshner. Malcolm Lowe, violin, Jules Eskin, cello, and Gilbert Kalish, piano.
guest Lisa Kirshner is of course the executive producer of the concert CD. She also produced the recordings of the complete string quartets of Leon Kirshner as well as his piano music and recordings of her own music found on Albany Records. The album Concert is called Concert because um, Dad named it after a um, his 90th birthday celebration um, concert. There, uh, This was one program that was programmed in two venues. There was the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum and the Miller in Boston and the Miller Theater at Columbia in New York. So Dad worked on the programming of this concert with Scott Nickrens from Isabella Stewart Gardner and uh, uh, George Steele, who was then still at uh, the Miller Theater, and uh, Melissa Smay and uh, it was kind of a retrospective of it was uh, the life and music of Leon Kirchner and it was a retrospective there were old pieces and new pieces and um, on the record it's a retrospective also of the players there's a dad with his virtuoso piano playing uh, playing with uh, Yudis Shapiro in Sony Studios the uh, Sonata Concertante uh, duo for violin and piano and then coming all the way to the current period where there is uh, Jeremy Denk playing piano with Corey Sorovsik on violin playing duo number two, the Boston Symphony chamber players playing trio number one with um, Gilbert Kalish on piano, Jules Eskin on cello, Malcolm Lowe violin, and then the trio number two uh, written uh, for the uh, Kalkstein Laredo Robinson trio, uh, Sharon Robinson on cello, Jamie Laredo violin, and Joseph Kalkstein on piano. Uh, that track is taken actually from uh, the E1 Entertainment, which was originally an arabesque recording that is now on E1 Entertainment, the Legacies album. And then the two live, the two live performances on the album are the uh, Jeremy Dank Corey Sorovsek performance from the Miller Theater and the Paula Robeson uh, performance uh, of Flutings for Paula, which Dad wrote for her. And on this album, the uh, premiered uh, this album premieres the um, additional percussion part played by Ayano Ayano Kataoka which was then added to the piece. Um, so these are the works in this retrospective and the album uh, takes a look not only at the uh, new and old works but the the players, you know, the 
you know, going back to the Marlboro days with uh, Jamie Laredo, and um, and then coming up all the way to the present with, uh, you know, Corey Sarovsek, who uh, Dad had only just met. And this was, uh, you know, it's the passing of the torch to the this uh, young generation that will play uh, the music of uh, my father's. And all the musicians were coached by my father. And uh, it's the last album on which Dad himself could participate. And in fact, he wanted to see it released in his lifetime. It was not. It uh, took longer than that. But Dad participated up all the way through the master. And so there was that great day when he said, uh, you know, it's perfect. And we could go forward uh, with the, um, the actual master and the physical album and the album um, the booklet has the visual works of my father my father did beautiful paintings and he often did them when he was ruminating about the pieces that he was going to write he filled up a whole chapel in uh, Rome they gave him a chapel to work in at the American Academy and uh, you know there were just these paintings accumulating on the wall uh, the notes hadn't accumulated yet, but there were very beautiful paintings, and these were precursors to um, the music that was going to come. And Dad had a great, ta great talent, uh, and he loved uh, art and artists. He was uh, very visually uh, gifted, also. So um, that that is the album concert, which was released in March and is to be found on Albany Records and on YouTube and which uh, in some way you know it's there, I don't know there was something so incomplete about dad wanting so much to be here with for the release of the album and the album is here now and somehow that and dad's drawings and dad's involvement in the album uh, kind of keeps him here too uh, keeps him very much uh, alive. I would like to thank Lisa Kirshner for all of her invaluable help, enthusiasm, and the amount of time she spent on this project. And I think it's appropriate that we should conclude this program with a work by Leon Kirshner featuring the composer as one of the performers. This is the 1947 duo for violin and piano, also known as Sonata Concertante. This recording was originally made in the 1950s for the Epic label and is here reissued on the concert CD, which again is Albany number 1177. We will hear the first movement marked Andante Maestoso. Yudis Shapiro is violinist with Leon Kirshner on piano. Thank you for listening. This has been your host, Michael Bregman. <laughs>